having the Ravens in number one ranked defense, is that even more uh, a better test score just to have that kind of talent? Yeah, the Ravens, uh, um, talented football team, you know, in all three phases. Um, got a great defense, uh, obviously number one defense last year. I know they've, they've lost some pieces, so they're, you know, they're, they're working through that as well, but still a very good football team. Offensively, uh, the quarterback is electric and, uh, you know, uh, he has the ability to, to really change a football game and it's a, it's a good challenge for our defense, um, you know, moving forward. Plus we don't see a ton of, you know, two back offenses in this league and, and uh, Baltimore does that from time to time. So it's good for our defense and then special teams. We know they're going to be, you know, one of the top special teams units in the league every year. You know, Coach Harbaugh, that's his background, and um, and that's his, you know, and that's kind of his uh, influence with the team. And, and so, you know, it's it's a good challenge for us. Doug Micro said yesterday that he sees uh, Carson operating really quickly. So the way that he phrased it, I'm curious of um, ways that you've seen that, assuming that's you know, kind of lines up. Yeah, I mean, it is. It is. Uh, that, the thing, the thing, statements like that. I mean, it's like you know, he's getting through his reads fast, faster. Um, it's part of the progression of, of him and his growth as a young quarterback right now. And, um, you know, he's getting to the line of scrimmage. He's seeing things fast. He's redirecting protection. Again, going through his progressions, balls coming out of his hand quicker. Uh, all of that is part of that, what, what Coach Groh's talking about. And, and those are things that we've seen, you know, um, you know, through the spring and, and obviously through this, this part of camp. Based on what you've seen of Miles Sanders so far, how much do you think he'll be able to contribute as a rookie? As much as we give him. You know, um, I, I think he's, he's 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 done a great job for us so far. Um, you know, biggest thing, obviously, concern coming into camp was was the health issue with with coming out of the spring, being injured a little bit. But he's, I think he's checked that box, and um, you know, obviously he'll he'll have a role for us, and uh, it's good to have you know at least those two guys back there that that uh, are, are different runners, but at the same time give us uh, uh, that that running game that. Uh, you know, was missed a year ago. We haven't seen Lane Johnson since his injury. Uh, has anything changed? Do you still, still expect him back by week one? I do. Um, nothing's changed. Uh, changed. Um, him and Dallas both, you know, nothing's changed with either one. And um, they, uh, they'll they both practice and be ready for Washington. We talked a lot last year. Quarterback plan for Thursday night? Um, not there yet. Obviously, we're focused on today, get through today. Uh, again, as you guys know, I uh, usually wait to the last minute on, on those decisions. And, uh, same is true this week. We talked a lot last year about uh, some of the slow starts and, and low point totals in the first quarter. How have you tried to address that in the offseason? Uh, almost every day with the offense um, and really, really with the defense, you know, because a lot of times you notice if, uh, you know, if we win the toss, we defer, defense goes out on the field, and, and we try to, same way starting fast is, is three and out, you know, uh, or at least getting a stop somewhere in that, that opening drive. But I've emphasized that quite a bit this uh this summer with with our offense um, and and being uh, being kind of open minded, but at the same time understanding that we have to we have to start faster. You know, we scored forty one points in all of first quarters last year. It's not good enough, and um, that's something that uh, we continue to talk about and address Doug, on a daily basis. What are sort of the teaching points to that? How, how do you enforce them? Well, the biggest things you look at are look, you look at penalties and, and turnovers, and that was really the the culprit to a lot of games. Um, we would make a drive, get into the you know the red red area, and we did have a penalty, maybe a sack, uh, a turnover, um, and 
you know, we weren't capitalizing on that. And those are those are things we can control. So really, the the focus was just controlling what we can do and, and just executing our offense. Doug Carson, I think more than half his interceptions last year were in the first quarter, uh, and I think he had a couple of fumbles. When, when you look at him specifically early on, uh, what did you see different early than the last? Well, I think sometimes you, you know you, you want you, you start a game. I know as a quarterback, and you know you want to you want to hit that big big home run throw right away, and and um, you know it's just part of the part of the growth process. You know I can do a better job maybe um, play calling. I still like calling shots in, in those situations, first quarter situations, but at the same time get him in a rhythm. Maybe maybe call a little more, you know, of the uh, uh, quicker game. Get the ball out. Get him into a rhythm. Kind of lathered up a little bit, and then we then we take our shot. So that it's kind of a kind of a give and take there, um, but uh, something we have to uh, definitely get better at. A related question to those uh, your red zone. You, know, you spent a lot of time working on it. You feel right now both personnel and preparedness. Do you feel better about about it going into? I do. Um, offensive personnel, you know, feel good about where we are with with the guys we have. The addition of JJ. Getting Mac back, um, you know, has, has helped. You know, and I, and I think too. I, I look at uh, you know our defense is one of the top red zone defenses last year, and and going against them every day in practice, especially in the red zone, makes us a better red zone offense. So uh, it's a challenge every single time we're down there working against our guys. Um, even in even in against Baltimore yesterday, I mean, you know, it was a stingy group from the standpoint of you know the the way they play and and. Uh, uh, it just makes us pay attention to our details, focus in on what we do, and uh, you know, stay positive and stay ahead of the change down there. Do you have an update on Richard Rogers? Not yet. We're actually going to have a better update after practice. Um, he's going to get a few more uh, tests during the day um, and, then, and then have an update for you at the end. As far as that goes, um, you, know, you have some, some tight ends and some other tight ends. Josh Perkins, what's he shown you in terms of improvement and defeats the third tight end this year? Yeah. How confident would be? Yeah, Josh has done a really good job. Um, you know, he, he's come in there and we've asked him to do different things, uh, you know, as far as, you know, even in the run game with the blocking. And, and he, we, he's a talented route runner, got good speed, good agility. Um, and, you know, he's obviously a, a special teams player. So he, he's right in the mix. Um, this will be a good opportunity uh, for him, obviously, now again uh, moving forward these next couple weeks of camp and um, just look uh, look forward to, to him playing in these next few games. Now that we're getting kind of farther into the preseason here and Jalen Mills, I, we really don't see him at all. Uh, is he, would he be on pup to start the season? Um, I don't know yet. He, you know, right now he, he's doing extremely well uh, in his rehab. Uh, I can tell you that the updates are, have been, been really good where he's at. Um, feel confident that, uh, you know, uh, he'll be he'll be ready to go, maybe. So, um, you know, we'll see. <laughs> maybe we'll see. Yeah, but he's doing well. I'll tell you this: he is doing well. These kind of preseason, uh, these joint practices, is that something that's always been there when you played? And how's the differences preseason? You know what? It was. Uh, I remember back in the, you know, back in the '90s. Um, we I was with the Dolphins, and we used to we used to go against Tampa Bay, and whether we went to Tampa or they'd come over to us, and we used to do this a lot, um, you know. Uh, so yes, yeah, it's, it's been going on for a while, and then it sort of stopped, and and I think the league controlled it a little bit, and and, and now you know it, it can be done right. I mean, you saw yesterday there was there was great great intensity, great practice. I mean, there was a physicality to it, um, 
but guys were staying up, guys were protecting each other, and, and you get good work in. And uh, you, you want to have practices like that, especially going against you know good good teams. And um, so this is a good time for us to do this. talking about the effectiveness of the reps in the joint practices. Recently, you talked about how practice reps are very similar to game reps in preseason in terms of speed. So seeing how starters seem to be playing less and less in these preseason games and everybody speaking so highly about these joint practices, would you like to see in the future less preseason games and more joint practices? I, I think that's the, the trend. I think that's where we're going. I think that's uh, the way the league is heading. Um, I like it. I think the players like it. It does break up hitting your same, your teammates, you know, uh, for so long, but uh, you know the thing is about practice and, and really a joint practice. Is, as coaches, we get to we get to set the situations, we get to control the environment, and and sometimes you don't get those in games. You don't get that situation, you know, in a game. And, and this way, we can control that and work on specific things and, and get some really good work done with uh, with our starters. Carson threw a lot of deep balls yesterday. He's only hit on one of them. What's your assessment been of how he's how he's done in that regard? This game, you know, it's one of the things that uh, you know I think over the last couple of years he's continued to work on. Um, you know, hit a, hit a nice deep ball, just missed on Deshaun, and hit a nice deep ball to Alshon, and and it's something that you know I as as Mike Grow and I talk about setting up practice and scripting. It goes with with situational football is scripting more down the field throws. We get used to throwing to spots and. Getting used to speed, you know the speed of the receivers, particularly Deshaun and um, you know even even Nelly going down the field. Um, so it's it's always a work in progress. Uh, it's you know you're trying to throw on time and in rhythm and try to throw to a spot and let a receiver go get the ball. And those are those are hard to do, especially with defenders and, and D linemen in your face. But um, he's done a really good job with that. And and uh, you know, the, the closer we get to the goal line, you're seeing more back shoulder type throws, the fades, uh, allowing our bigger, taller receivers to make plays, and, and those are all things we got to continue to work on. Touch deep balls when you have a phenomenal arm like he does. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, I mean, like, under sometimes, yeah. So. I mean, you know, sometimes it's, it just depends on how you see that receiver down the field. Uh, what angle is he on? Where is the defender? And, and what type of throw you need to make. So some of them are going to be fast. Some of them probably could have a more more air on them. And it just all depends on where the offensive player is in relation to the defensive player and what type of throw you want to make. All right. Thanks, sir. All right. Thank, Thank you. you.